This is Tristalk Minipod for Tuesday night, July the 21st, 2021, and I'm your host, Donald Wayne. Excuse me while I try to uh, fade that out of there. Well, this is Minipod. That's that gap filler between episodes of Tristalk, uh, a mini version, if you will, of our regular show where I limit the subjects to the uh, as as well as the number of subjects and the time that I spend on those subjects. So, welcome to another episode. Yeah, this is what used to be Wacky Wednesday for us at Tries Talk, uh, Dennis Lee and I. But uh, right now we've kind of suspended Wacky Wednesday, so I'm filling in with... Uh, uh, mini pod, but I promise tonight's will be a little bit shorter than probably usual just because, um, we've got a lot to cover tomorrow night and I didn't want to kind of infringe on that. So I picked a couple of things. I say the first one's not, not lighthearted by any means very little that we talk about in politics and social issues today is could you consider to be lighthearted but but the first one is is a little more humorous maybe than the second subject will be so let me uh get into that the first one's going to be um it's from fox news uh for some reason uh it seems like mike huckabee is is I'm not getting his post of his newsletters today, so I don't know if he had anything on there uh, worthwhile or not. But, um, well, they've always got worthwhile stuff on there. But anything that I would pick from for a mini pod is really kind of what I mean there. Sorry, uh, Mike. I didn't mean to disparage your your newsletters because I always find good stuff on your newsletters. Anyway. First story is from foxnews.com, and it's about a Trump supporter ignoring judge's order to remove anti-Biden signs from her front yard. The uh, posted story is by An- uh, Andrew Mark Miller. Uh, let me So, anyway, uh, as you might guess, The signs, some of which contain vulgar language and uh, 
the middle fingers. <laughs> I'm assuming uh, there's more than one hand on these posters were deemed offensive. So the article goes on to say supporter of former president Donald Trump is refusing to take down signs at her mother's home, critical of president Biden, despite a judge's order to do so. It's my first amendment amendment, right? And I'm going to stick with that. Andrea Dick, a New Jersey Trump supporter told the New York times on Sunday, and I'm not making that up. Dick, 54, was immediately criticized by some of her neighbors when she put up the signs earlier this year and was ultimately cited and fined by uh, local officials who said the signs were violating an anti-obscenity ordinance. Last week, Roselle Park Municipal Court Judge Gary A. Bundy ordered Dick's mother to remove three of the 10 banners or be fined $250 daily. Dick says she will not obey that order. I'm not backing down, Dick said, adding that she is currently seeking a new attorney to represent her. Uh, So I'm going to stop here for a second. So it looks like uh, the judge is only saying remove three of the 10 banners or be fined $250 a day. So maybe it's those three banners out of the 10 that have offensive um, (laughs) images on there, I guess you would say. So it looks like a judge is not telling her to take all of them down, which kind of leads me in a different direction. But uh, let's see who is... uh, So the mayor... Let's see, I'm not backing The signs, some of which contain vulgar language and middle fingers, were deemed offensive by Roselle Park Mayor Joseph Signorello III. Signorello says he received complaints and that the town's decision to punish Dick was not about politics in any way and that he would have an issue with similar signs if they were critical of Trump. It's about decency, Signorella said. A GoFundMe account, which Dick has posted on her Facebook page, has been set up to raise money for her legal defense fund. Andrea is fighting a costly battle to preserve her freedom of speech rights as well as yours, the page said. Okay. So I'm I'm all in favor of people being able to put uh, banners, uh, being critical of, of, uh, political, uh, personal, uh, political people. Uh, I'm, I can't think of the word I'm looking for here. I'm, I'm all for that people being able to put up signs. Although that's kind of something I think really that is a phenomenon that kind of evolved during the Trump years. Uh, I could be wrong. There may have been some other stuff earlier on in uh, political lifetime, but um, at least it hasn't been as prominent as it has been since Donald Trump spent his four years in the White House. But I myself live in a subdivision where we have, uh, you know, we have restrictions on what we can put in our yards and hang on our uh, houses. Um, 
it's just one of those things that we agree to when we buy a house in the subdivision. And a lot of them, uh, and, and a lot of subdivisions today have ordinances and so forth, uh, restrictions to doing certain things to your house, mainly to preserve property value. But I, I would imagine some of those are also and kind of controlling decency, trying to maintain a certain demeanor in, in your neighborhood, a certain kind of atmosphere, not necessarily controlling, you know, uh, your political beliefs as much as, you know, trying not to put up something that's extremely offensive uh, to your neighbors, which in turn could be construed as affecting property values. Um and also, if, if something's extremely offensive, I might have a little bit of a problem with that only because if you have children and so forth in, in the neighborhood that you might not want to offend, or if you have people, uh, guests that come in, friends of and families of the people that live in the subdivision, uh, there is a certain line, I, I think, that I personally don't feel like you ought to cross Um as far as being offensive is concerned, especially if it's vulgar. Um, and of course, then I guess that depends on whose definition of vulgar that you're using. But I, I can kind of, especially since I, I can see in the article that the judge is only saying you have to remove three of the 10, which I'm assuming those three are the ones that are offensive. So you're really getting to keep the other 10. Um, I mean, you know, I'm not beyond saying, uh, using certain phrases and words in my, in my life. And what in the heck was that? I have no idea. Uh, something popped up here, probably because I'm on this site. Um, but also, you know, you know, at Trice Talk, we decided we weren't going to have an explicit podcast for the very reason. You know, we try not to be, uh, we, we try to have a, a podcast where you could ask, invite any one of your family members to listen and, or you could listen to it in the car and you probably wouldn't have to worry about, uh, your children hearing anything that we say. Although sometimes we do get, <laughs> we do get close to that line, I'll admit. But, um, again, since she's going to be allowed to keep some of the banners there, I, I just don't know that I would, that's a fight worth risking there. Uh, what? And Oh, I know what it is. Okay. All right. Hang on just a second. Let me solve that problem. Maybe I can solve it. Yeah, we're off. <laughs> yes. That was the uh, Bluetooth device there that was trying to let me know that the power was low of all things. I thought it was, well, something popped up on the screen about the same time that went off. So I thought, well, gee, that's what it is. So anyway, it could get expensive for her. And I believe in the freedom of expression and freedom of speech. But again, living in a subdivision where I am restricted, you know, we can't even have, uh, uh, you know, I think we're limited to one, maybe two political signs during, and, and it can only be displayed several days before an election uh, and so forth. Uh, of course, I kind of exceeded that a little bit. I cheated a little bit, but um, 
this last election. Not that it did any good. Uh, and flags and things like that. But, you know, there may not be any uh, restrictions like that. And then, of course, counties and cities and municipalities do have uh, ordinances and so forth. And I, I don't know how you get around that. It seems like that ordinance would have to be challenged in court if it's a violation of your freedom of uh, uh, speech and expression. So I kind of don't feel sorry for her as much as I would if they told her to take everything down or if she didn't have some things on there. Uh, I'm not sure what the vulgar language is. It doesn't go into depth on that. But, uh, you know, I, I just keep keep the seven they're going to let you have save yourselves the cost of an attorney and uh you know sometimes uh, you have to pick and choose your battles and you're getting to keep some of your signs so i kind of would move on from that issue all right the second uh story is a little bit more serious and this is something you probably have seen a lot of stuff on on tv on, on different newsreels lately, and that's uh, images of people looting, uh, going into stores and just walking out with merchandise, handfuls of merchandise. I saw something earlier tonight uh, on one of my shows. I think it was uh, Tucker Carlson. They were showing somebody walking out of a, a I think, it was, no, it was two guys. I don't think it's the same two in the story that I'm about to use, but two guys walking out. One of them looks like he's carrying, it looks, almost looks like it's Santa Claus's, uh, you know, uh, present bag that he carries, except it wasn't red and had, and didn't have white trim on it. So, but it was, it was huge. And they're just casually walking out of the store and several people are, seem to be following them with uh, their phones, trying to film them. And they even filmed them all the way up to getting into to their car. But they were in no hurry whatsoever to get away. So, of course, they did have, you know, COVID mask on. So I guess they they feel like there's some uh, protection about from being recognized. But so it, it you see more and more of those. I mean, people seem to have this thought that it's okay to steal. Now, I understand California because they've uh, made it such a uh, misdemeanor for shoplifting and so forth, uh, and they've they've kind of put it way down on the scale of severity, So, and they're not prosecuting people for that in many cases. So I, I guess they, what have they got to lose? But anyway, the second story is shoplifters hit Los Angeles area TJ Maxx casually leave store carrying a heap of stolen goods a heap i guess that's a lot isn't it uh, a heap this story is by emma colton and uh it says two men in a los angeles suburb were seen on camera brazenly leaving a tj maxx store with their arms full of shoplifted items they didn't even run out they walked out Los Angeles Police Department Sergeant Jaretta Sandoz told CBS LA of the incident. And so that's sending a message that we, the criminals, are winning. 
there is uh, a tweet uh, I'm looking at now, and there's one guy. I can see one guy. He's got a purple hoodie on, and he's not actually he's not wearing a face mask. And this guy literally, in, in his left hand, he's holding. It looks like uh, about seven or eight pairs of pants. And it may be the same thing on the other side and his right hand too, but both, both hands are full of clothes still on the hangers and, and they pretty much all look like pants. Um, of course I haven't, and, and that's posted on Twitter and it's posted by someone called street people of Los Angeles at street people LA. So if you want to look that up, you may, may be able to see this tweet of this guy walking casually out of the store with this merchandise. The video was recently filmed at a TJ Maxx in Granada Hills and shows two men leaving the store with their arms packed with clothing and other items with one of the men carrying a large duffel bag that appears to be full of items. Well, that may be the one that I saw on Tucker Carlson earlier tonight because it, it, it kind of did look like a large duffel bag. Uh, that looks great, one man comments in the video as the men walk by. The LAPD is investigating the incident, but neither of the men have been charged or arrested. Well, if it's this guy that I'm looking at here, surely somebody recognizes this guy. He's got a. I, I swear, I thought it looked like it had some kind of name tag on his purple hoodie there, but I'm that may be a, a clothing brand or something. But um, the employees at that TJ Maxx have been told that in these specific circumstances, it's not worth it for you to go and physically attack, physically stop people that are walking out with this inventory. Criminal defense attorney Alexandria Kazarian said of why many employees don't confront shoplifters because these businesses have insurance. Well, you know, that was an argument that we kind of heard last year with all the looting that was going on, you know, pretty much daily, you know, along with the uh, arson that that you could see. But uh, people last year, they were breaking storefront front windows and then uh, going in through the windows and so forth and coming out with their hands full of stuff, but uh, and pushing shopping carts, no less. But people are stealing giant, stealing giant, giant tote bags, giant backpacks uh, worth of inventory are not getting the same benefit of the people that are stealing food and clothing for their children, she said. Hmm. Okay, this must be the same Alexandria Kazarian, this, um, this criminal defense attorney. Sandoz, who serves as vice president of the Los Angeles Police Protective League, said she blames the incident on Prop 47, a 2014 referendum that lowered criminal sentences on crimes such as shoplifting. If they're caught, they're probably given the equivalent of a traffic ticket, she told CBS LA, so it's not taken seriously. If you let these criminals think that they can go in and steal merchandise and steal things, what happens when someone tries to stop them, Santos added. 
shoplifting isn't unique in Los Angeles, as other cities in the state are reporting an increase as well. Business owners and security officials in San Francisco, for example, are decrying the lawlessness in the city over shoplifting. This is really bad. I've been in the Bay Area for 20 years. I've never seen this, a local security guard, J.C. Hernandez, told Fox News. It's just lawlessness, he added. People are just openly coming in and stealing stuff. The San Francisco Police Department spokesperson, uh, Robert Ruka, Ruka? Uh, guess, let's go with Ruka, added that shoplifters aren't stealing one or two items that someone might need to get by. Our investigations have shown that there are organized fences where people are selling these products that they steal, he said. Well, there's a stinking surprise, right? Uh, I think we said that on, on Tricehawk last year when, I mean, you know, theft is theft. And some people tried to make an argument last year that this is a form of reparations, that that all of the, the, the people that were seen on cameras running out with handfuls and buggies full of merchandise last year. Uh, of course, those people were pretty much running. Um, so we've, we've, uh, <laughs> we've advanced, we fast forward to this year and these people aren't getting in that serious of, uh, trouble, even though they may be arrested, they're let out back on the street and so now they don't seem to be in a hurry to run out of the stores anymore. They're walking in with people, shoppers in the store and walking out with merchandise casually and getting into their vehicles and leaving. I mean, who would have ever thought 10, 15 years ago or even five years ago that you would see something like that in this country? And then that you would also hear people defending these people doing that. Well, you know, they're getting their due or, you know, that's reparations. That's that they deserve that for all these years of oppression and, and, and not having the same opportunities to have things that other people have. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tell yourself that. Well, I wonder if you tell yourself that if they start breaking into people's houses and taking things from them. I wonder if they'll have the same feelings about that. But, um, I mean, there's people who know me, there's, uh, certain things that I just basically can't stand certain kinds of people. And one of the worst kinds to me is a thief. And I guess being a contractor, um, you know, I, I encounter that kind of stuff uh, sometimes, and I've had friends, uh, contractor friends that have had lots of their, uh, tools and equipment stolen from them on jobs by people who just come up. Uh, I, I, I ran into a, um, landscaper one time who was basically chaining the things that he wasn't using on a job when he would stop to, to do lawn care, anything that uh, he had on his truck was chained down. And so the stuff that he wasn't going to use on that job, he, he didn't un unlock them. 
And then once he finished with the tool, he put it back on the truck and, and I saw him lock them up. And I just said something to him about it. He said, yeah, I mean, uh, he says, I can't tell you how many lawnmowers have been stolen or how many weed eaters and stuff like that. So I had a, 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 a circular, uh, not a circular saw, but a uh, radial arm saw stolen out of my truck while I was in Home Depot just a few years ago, maybe three years ago now. And I was using it. I was going to use it on the job that day. So, uh, I did get it replaced. I did get it replaced with insurance. Um, but, and I was fortunate that my policy didn't go up cause I've had it years and that's the first time now they had tried to steal another saw out of the back of my truck uh, several years prior to that. But, uh, they were unsuccessful that time because we happened to come out at the time they were trying to lift it. Could not catch them though. So I, I hate thieves. If you've listened to me on Trice Talk over this last year, you know that I hate thieves. If you want to make an argument, somebody might steal some food in order to feed themselves or their family. You know, I might, might give a little bit of, you know, but there are other outlets, especially in major, major, major metropolitan areas or, you know, we actually have several areas in our county are food banks that people can go to to get food if they do not have food for their family and and stuff like that, and actually even clothing. So I hate thieves. And to see these people just catch, I mean, now it was one thing when they were breaking and running with the merchandise, but now they're casually walking out like this is okay, or we dare you to do anything. I did hear actually on uh, Fox News earlier uh, tonight that uh, this happened in one, uh, I, I don't remember what area of the country, it almost seems like it was in Pennsylvania, but I could be wrong about that. But a security guard was killed uh, trying to stop someone from shoplifting in, in, in this particular store. So, I mean, there was a time, you know, they had people that would stop you from doing that. But, uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's a symptom of what's wrong with our country right now. And it's, it's a symptom, in my mind, of the leadership in this country uh, that we've allowed people to think that this is okay and we're going to put up with it. Well, we know, you know, you're you're... <laughs> Your circumstances aren't that great. And, and so we're going to, you know, we're going to give you a little bit of credit for, you know, your life is sucking right now. So it's okay for you to take and steal from people. And, and like this article said, uh, there's actually people now that, that will fence these items for you, that these guys can walk out or these people in this particular case, it was two guys, uh, walk out with, you know, probably, uh, if it's you know, maybe $200 worth of pants, I don't know, maybe a little bit more than that or TJ Maxx. So I think they're kind of discounted, but anyway, so there it's going to become, it's, it's a business. It's an operation. It's a fencing operation. People aren't stealing these for them to wear cause they don't have clothes to wear. They're stealing them so they can sell them to somebody. And there should be stories every night. Every time this happens, there should be stories on 
every news network talking about these people, especially like this idiot would, who, who you can actually see his face. So I can't imagine they're not going to be able to track him down. But um, this, we need to actively stop these people. We need to punish them. And this thing is slapping them on the wrist and giving them uh, the equivalent of a traffic ticket when they catch them doing stuff like this. Is that going to be a deterrent? You know, why is it in the last year and a half we've decided that we're going to let people break the law on a regular basis and, and we're just going to overlook this because of what? People's social condition? We're going to prejudge that everybody that's doing this is in a bad place in their life? You know, some people do these kinds of activities because it's easy money. Not everybody that does this does this because, you know, they're not able to feed their family or feed themselves or, or clothe themselves. So they go out there and, and do this, you know, just for survival. These people are doing it to make money. And we're not making a big enough deal of it as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, so that's the two stories for tonight. I'm sure we could probably talk about one of these incidents every night. And I did hear them, you know, they did do this Walgreens story again tonight in San Francisco about uh, how many, I think there's 14 or 17 they've shut down uh, in the last year and a half, I believe, just because of theft issues. And it's, you know, what you're going to end up with is, is a lot of deserted stores in these areas where these people are, are stealing. And you even have situations now. Oh, I know I got back into this, didn't I? You have these situations now where, where stores are closing early. They're, they're not staying open as late because they don't want their employees having to, to deal with this, this kind of thing, which it seems like it might happen more frequently at night. Although this story is definitely in the daytime. And the one I saw on Fox news is the daytime because they walked out into the sunshine. So it may not matter, but it's, it's really sad when we as a society are, are, are so accepting of this as being, well, this is going to be the new norm. You can't have a society where you allow people to steal and take what they want, especially for these uh, circumstances, these reasons that people seem to be doing it now, they're taking advantage of it because they know that that people's attitude about it is is uh, kind of glazed over right now. And of course, the laws are so laxed in California about it. But uh, and one person said, you know, uh, we don't want to stop people, especially if the people that are stealing items, uh, stealing stuff out of the stores, are um, minorities because we don't want to be, uh, called racist. We don't want to be, uh, called, uh, you know, that we're, uh, uh, you know, it's all about race. We're the only reason we're upset that you're stealing this stuff is because of racial prejudice. It's nuts. It's nuts. We've allowed this to fall apart people. And, uh, you know, if you don't do something about it, it's not going to stop in these areas where they're at now. 
the more emboldened these people get and these thefts and things, especially now that they're walking, uh, don't think it's not going to expand to an area that's going to affect you. Just wait till they start stealing that ice cream from the store where Nancy Pelosi buys it. And I bet you uh, she'll change her feeling about that. Something will be done surely then when it affects her. All right. So I, uh, let's see, that'll, that'll do it for tonight. Now, remember tomorrow night is uh, Trice Talk with myself and Dennis Lee. Uh, it is not live, but uh, we will post the show tomorrow night. And um, that, then, of course, uh, with our next show after that together will be on Sunday night. So I appreciate you listening to this podcast tonight. Uh, I'm going to have to uh, plug this little device back in here. So we may hear some kind of, uh, oop, if I don't, if it doesn't go nuts. Yes. See, that's the problem I have with that silly thing when it does that. Power on. Yes, I know. Ready to pair. Yes. Well, go ahead and pair it then. Phone connected. It is. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's just, you know, usually that thing will stay charged longer than that. So I'm not quite sure why it went that route tonight. So, uh, I'm going to ease out of here and uh, I hope everybody has a great, what is tomorrow? Thursday. Yeah. Have a great Thursday and uh, stay safe, everybody.